So, welcome to Jewel Droppers. Second episode. I'm going to go get the other co-host. Hold on one second. Let me see where she at. <laughs> Child, let me tell you, I am not. This is, ooh, this is a line card. I'm slow. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, shorty. Okay, so my t-shirt, it says, write that book, start that podcast, launch that business, live your dreams. That's what your shirt says? Yeah, that's what it says. But if you I show... what mine says? What's that? Focus, bitch! Ah, here she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the football, so that's not going to even really affect me. You know what? I'm not either, but damn it, it's a damn celebration when these Falcons win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves and did the World Series. Listen. Oh, okay. Listen. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Girl, yeah. I only see your nose and your eyes. So I'm tr- there you okay. go. There's the rest of you. So I'm trying to get, the, how do I get the words off the bottle? What you mean? I can't. There we go. Never mind, I got it. Y'all, y'all can laugh at me all day. I don't care. What's up, Shorty Red? I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> oh, my God. Her says nothing cause. You and your beat. You naked, girl. She's so silly. <laughs> all right. You naked. All yeah, right. I see. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't worry. We won't even bring you in because we know you here. So. And see, you know what? I'm one of the ones that would do it just because. <laughs> I got too much to show. Way okay. too much. I will get banned from IG and every other platform for life. There's way too much. Plus, as bright as, as, bright as I am, I will blind anybody right through here. That's oh, similar. no. <laughs> Talk about headlights. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> so this it is, it is very it it's is. very beautiful living at home. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. So because anytime I get ready, it's me and my girls. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. All we right. all got the same thing around here. They just, you know, yeah. gravity just got hold of mine. That's all. <laughs> Your gravity pulling at mine too. It's like <laughs> That's all right, though. That's yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is but, our second episode of Jewel Droppers, featuring. Yeah, but this is our first live. Though. This is our first live, exactly. So that's yep. even that's even yep. better, even better. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So I remember you said we was going to talk about. Oh wait a minute. Cheating oh, back, right? Cheating back. Uh-huh. And um should and should couples and should couples and should couples be on each other's social media. Oh, on social media. That's right. Oh, That's man. right. So where do you wanna start? Hey, Sly. Okay. What's up? Slide that Costa. 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 Okay, I quit. So I don't know. Where I'll let you. Last time I start, I've been starting most of them, so I'll let you start. That's because you. This is what you do. I'm I'm new to all of this. Good. So, Just start talking. Um. Okay. So, what's your take I, on it? What's your take on it? All right. So let's start with the cheating back. Mm-hmm. 
I used to think there was a such thing as cheating back. Now that I'm older, there is no such thing as cheating back. I don't feel because it's all about peace of mind. Cheating doesn't give me that. I realize cheating back does not give me that peace of mind. Right. Like, you know, it may sound like you getting somebody back or whatever the case. And you may even feel that way because sometimes it ain't even about the other person knowing that you did what you did. It's just you doing what you did. You know, mm-hmm. to just feel like, well, yeah, I'll screw me over, or whatever the case may be. Right. But once you do it, oh my God, and then don't let it be horrible. Right. If sex was trash, and you call yourself getting back, it really, now you trying to find somebody else that's on top off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's one of those, it's never ended. So, no, I don't, I don't think there's a such thing as cheating back. What do you think? what do I think no I don't think there's cheating back I think you're just basically doing it just to validate somebody you know hurting you so you think basically if if you cheat then I get to cheat and I want you to feel the same pain that I felt or that's my hall pass to do what you did to me and you know then we could just basically call it even and then you can't question me anymore as far as what I do, who I do, or whatever, because you did it. So now it's my turn to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's kind of like my take on the whole cheating back thing. You know, I, I I think it's I think it's just what you used to do when you were younger, or you know, like that was the thing to do just to prove your point. That that's, yeah. that's yeah. it. You know, hurt people, yeah. hurt people. Now, I also feel like it's a sticky situation because the last couple of years of our relationship, like, we weren't, you know, having sex or nothing like that anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so it was one of those things where, and the cheating had already been going on for quite some time on, on his end, mm-hmm. so it wasn't even a thing of me feeling like I had to get him back. It was just, it just became me doing me. Mm-hmm. But I believe the, the when I call myself getting back, um, it was better. It was good. But <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, my, my revenge was coming back with just the glow or whatever, like just feeling relieved or whatever the case may be or whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. it's as I've gotten older, I just don't feel like for me to get back is just peace of mind. That's all. It just becomes, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna get myself together. I feel like that's like the ultimate comeback. Yeah. Now yeah. that I know what I know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Like I've, I'm tr- before I got married, I did have a moment or for where I did cheat but it was because you know someone cheated on me and that 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 was just a mindset but afterwards did I feel any remorse after that not really but it took me years to kind of recognize that you know it's like I said one two wrongs don't make a right 
at all. Right. So yeah. I'm more or less like, what 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 am I going to gain from all of this? What is this person going to gain from all of this? And then what I didn't want to do was bring any of that onto any future relationship that I may or may not have had. Because, you know, that, that uh-huh. stuff, as we all know, that wonderful lady named Karma. And don't forget nothing. Karma don't and forget. Know where everybody lives. Exactly. Karma don't yeah. forget anyone. So yeah. anytime I see something that's happening to me, you know, like now or, you know, if it was like a couple years ago, whatever, and it was something similar to what I had done before, I'm like, okay, it came back. Hello, it's in my face. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so that's when it was like, I'm not. I, I don't think it's worth it at the end, you know. But the thing that normally gets me, hey Johnny, uh-huh. the thing that normally gets me is when someone. It's not just trying to validate the cheating. Yeah. But looking for acceptance of the cheating. Like I want you to Ooh, accept. That's a good point. Yeah, I want yeah. you to accept the fact that I cheated. And I'm going to tell you why I cheated. And this is why you need to accept why I cheated. Uh-huh. I don't think that's cool. Because it, cause right. that, that cycle is still going to keep going and going and going and going. Yes. And yeah. it's, the it's relationship going. is a wrap. Yeah. At yeah. that point. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, it's just like, you know what? Just let it go. Just, yeah. just yeah. let it go. It's, it's no longer existing. It's a waste of your time, my time. And I could be, you know, holding holding you back from somebody that actually deserves your dual trifling ass. Or in my case, <laughs> I ain't going to say I'm a trifling ass. But what I will no. say yeah. is I could be holding myself back from somebody that I know I deserve or he deserved me. Yeah. So, I don't know. This may be a petty question. <laughs> Do you think somebody deserves your ex? <laughs> oh Lord. It, it's just I'm just Yeah. Do you think somebody deserves your ex? Which ex are we talking about? Let me answer this question. The most recent, the one that you know, the most recent, the one that you, yes, dealing all your dealings with now, that you dealing the divorce sex. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna have to come back to that one, Alex, for two hundred. Oh, I can't. I, I honestly can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think I would have to respond the same way because it's I almost feel like what I don't wish that on anybody, knowing what I went through. Right. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like, <sighs> no, <laughs> I just. No, no. Yeah. And, and the crazy part is, um, I'm, I, you know what? Anyway, we, we, I'm, I can't even talk about this character right now. I, I can't. 
I, I just can I throw you off? You threw, can you tell you threw me completely <laughs> off? I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> now the crazy part oh, is man. the crazy part is like I think the last and it, and it goes back to the cheating thing. The last couple of years, he's been accusing me of cheating for like ever. Last couple of years, and no matter what I had done, no matter what I said, no matter how many times I tried to, you know, convince him otherwise, it's like I'm not doing it. But the crazy thing is, we had this discussion, um, if you want to call it a discussion, we had um, went back and forth for a minute. And I well, you know what? I'm listening because I got my earpiece in, but I need to get my charger. Okay. Right All right. Well, I'm going to just keep talking then. So I remember um, we had got into a debate back and forth. And uh, I remember the one thing, like I said, he kept accusing me of doing something I wasn't doing. So right when we were at like the tail end of everything recently, I said, you know, I should have cheated as many times as, as you have accused me of whatever, have said whatever, had come up with all of these speculations of, um, you know, all of a sudden you're doing things that's unfamiliar to me. All of a sudden, you know, you're, you're acting like this and you're saying this. Okay, prime example, the day before the Mother's Day, before I came down there. I'm telling something I should not be telling. But anyway, the day before Mother's Day when I came down there, right? Yeah, yeah. And he literally, before that night, before anything, before we knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I still, oh my gosh, I can't get rid of that. But anyway, yeah. the whole way there, like when I was driving to meet you, you know, yeah. it was, he called. And literally, I think for like an hour I think I was an hour outside of meeting you. I know, right? I know. I'm, I'm being quiet, so I'm being quiet. Shh. She said, shh. Um, he called me, and he was literally cussing me out, like, you going out of town to go see another nigga? You going out of town to be with these bitches? You going out of town, blah, blah, et cetera? I'm like, dude, I told you I was going to be with my friend, right? The part with him that that got to him and, you know, we were already at that breaking point anyway where, you know, we were just right. about done. But for yeah. him, it See, was... My thing is, at that point, why are you even... Y'all just do what you do at yeah. that point. Yeah, and so, and the thing that I had told him because I texted him, you're at, well, your sister's address or where I was at. Oh, did you? I did. I text him. I said, this is where I am. This is who I'm with. And the picture that you and I took together? Yeah. I said, this is who I'm with. And this is where I am. If you really yeah. if you really want to know, this this is it. But yeah. his whole thing was, you taking pictures with these? I don't know who this is. And you know how you are. If you were... Oh, so then he got an attitude so you know who I was. Right. That was his main thing. Oh, she got new friends. Yeah, yeah, that was his whole thing. He's like, oh, she hanging out with these people, and she going here, meeting her, and doing this with them, and how, and what else do I know? And so for him, when I didn't come home until the next morning, then that's when all of everything else that happened that I told you that happened that next day. So Mother's Day this year. That was your first time ever staying out, huh? 
with no, no, but it was the first time I stayed out <laughs> with I some. You to say <laughs> no, no, it's it's the first time I stayed out with somebody that he didn't know. Okay. So I mean, with you know, if he knew some of the people that I grew up with, or like my relatives or whatever, he was normally okay. Like, right, oh right, yeah, right. this this ain't. Yeah. All right, cool, whatever. I know them, or you know, but yeah, with yeah. you, it was a whole different. And this yeah, they ain't got a kid with it. Ain't no telling what the hell she up to. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> and I know how she is. And if she and if she starts to drinking or whatever, and I'm like, I don't even drink. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what happened? You turn up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Face yeah. down. Okay, okay. So he already knows. Yeah, so he so he knows. <laughs> I know he, what to do when she drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I got to thinking. I said, I haven't. I was like, but I haven't had any drinks in in a long time. So, you know, it's just like, and if I did, right? Yeah. Would yeah. it be rather for me to stay put and be somewhere safe instead of? Leaving from the state of Georgia, I know, right? Face down, what the what? You know what the what the what, girl? You know what that is. <laughs> but um, but my thing is, you know, if if it was if the shoe was on the other foot and he was out of town with his boys or whatever like that. See, his thing was, well, I don't know these people. So if you didn't know the people that I was out of town with, and then I say, I'm going to stay, you know, would you trust me? And I was like, if I didn't have a reason to, if I had a reason to not trust you, probably. Right, right, right. I said, but have I ever given you a reason to not trust me? I said, really think about that. Have I ever given you a reason to not trust me? Well, that's besides the point. He just said, well, that's besides the point. I was like, there lies the problem. So, I can, so like I said, I can honestly say that, you know, cheating, cheat the cheat back, or to put the conception or perception out there of cheating is, that's, that's, that's. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like um, it it just muddies the water. It makes the situation worse. Yeah. I mean, especially if you plan on staying or trying to work something out. Mm-hmm. Trying to revenge is the last thing, right? And it is. Yeah, so. And it is. It definitely is. Yeah. And that's like, if you want to think about it, why that kind of ties into should couples be connected on social media? <sighs> I tried that. That shit didn't work. You know I tried what? That. It didn't work. So, it didn't work for me. It it really didn't work for yeah. me. I didn't see my my thing was with him. I didn't care. I'm like, okay, that that's your that's your thing, whatever. Here's the thing: if you're gonna do dirt, you gonna do your dirt, whether you do it in my face or behind my back. You gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. But if so I'm, I think it's more so one of those things where you like he, your significant other could have a friend or a follower. I'll say. Mm-hmm. And he may post a picture and then you get the little hard eye emoji type stuff, but he may not even respond. Mm-hmm. Does that create a problem? If he, you mean if the other person leaves that hard emoji? Right. 
it can be a problem. I would say if there's a woman that may be a little bit insecure or not, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I'm, I'm still struggling with words sometimes y'all bear with me. Um, I'll just speak for myself because I, I, I can't yeah. even put, I can't even put it into like a general thing, but I think that, um, if I saw my, you know, my significant other, you know, he got, he knows females. I, I know males. Okay. Uh-huh. So he may know people from his past or, you know, who, decides to follow him for whatever reason, you know, currently or whatever like that. Um, So it depends on what the heart emoji is for. Like, if it's a picture of him, if it's just a picture of him, then it's like, why? (laughs) (laughs) But if it's, if it's something like, if it's something like, you know, um, people in the family doing stuff or you know there's like a um celebration or whatever and you should oh that yeah. that's like a love thing oh that's cool you know showing love but if you just yeah. posing looking on and you just out there posing and then here you come yeah. with all these yeah right 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 yeah yeah then then yeah. then no uh, i'm i'm kind of like and it's the same and if it's the same person over and over and over again that's why we don't yeah. that's why we don't need to be on that's why we don't need to be connecting on social media I, I don't think yeah so I feel a little different like I feel I feel like if the relationship is in a good place mm. and there are no trust issues I don't care I've dated, you know, a few guys that, you know, they had a social status of a, a few thousand people. You know what I'm saying? So now it's just like di- the women are gonna come. That's different. Now, if it's somebody that have a stat like a big platform, then I can expect yeah. that. But if you just Roscoe Jenkins from around the corner, yeah, then you probably that neighborhood hoe. That part, which is about, I mean, yeah. So, there, yeah, there, there is a difference yeah, to that. Yeah, a regular guy with all that, yeah. He, he's yeah. probably the neighborhood help. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 ain't got, I ain't got time for that. No, no. You, yeah. If you doing something and you on a different level, that's, that's completely different. But, yeah. But I still feel like it can have an influence on the relationship, though. Because mm-hmm. you, you got to be a secure person. Yeah. And then depending on who, you know, the other person is, how they handle it, how they handle that situation is going to determine a lot, too. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, because, I mean, you, you know, either person doesn't have to flirt back with that, the person of with him. It could be the same sex. You know, you don't have to flirt back. Mm-hmm. You can acknowledge a compliment, you know what I mean, or... You can say thank you. There are ways to respectfully communicate. Oh yeah. Or receive, you know. So I, I don't feel like it's a a big deal. Yeah. But I can understand how it can get tricky too. You know. Oh yeah. It, it, so it I mean, I feel like it has to start with that level of 
do we even comment on each other's stuff? You know what I mean? Are we are yeah. we out in the open? Do do we let people know about us? Or are we just what we doing? You know, because I feel like because if no, if, you know, if I'm with somebody and this other dude is commenting on my stuff, but. See, and that's where my sees it. Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's where me and um I I was I'm not gonna say anything but You're scaring me. But that's how am I scaring you? <laughs> but that's where me and <laughs> that's where me and um and my ex, like that's where a lot of our stuff came in because he wasn't a social media person anyway. He did that because oh, okay. Because he felt like that was another way of staying connected to me and trying to do something oh. that was in comp, you know, oh, well, she's doing that. Let, yeah. me, let me just try this out. You know, that's something that she do. Let me try to, you know, um, do something alongside her. But right. see, for him, seeing what, and it, this was prime example. Okay, like last year, before, you know, like COVID and everything like that, and we started coming on here. Um, uh-huh. I started acquiring more, more, uh, followers, friends, whatever you want to call it. So even before that, though, to be honest, um, if he noticed somebody posted something on my page or somebody uh-huh. said, you know, gave me a compliment, a comment or whatever, who's that? How you know them? What they doing that for? Well, this, this, that, and the third. And, um, why is, you know, well, who is he? How long you know him? Did y'all ever sleep together? Well, is he trying to holler at you? You know, and I was kind of like, no, no, it's, I've known yeah. these people, you know, like a, a lot of, a lot of people that I am connected to, whether it's on here or Facebook or people that yeah. are either in my family, people I've grown up with or people that I've gone to school with people I've known long before your raggedy ass came into my life. So, if we cool, and yeah. and me and this guy or that dude, you know, we've never crossed that line. What's up, Tony? That's my dude. Mar- and I call him Marty Mark. Bird Boy, T- Bird Boy T. That's somebody else that I went to high school with. But, yeah, so it's, it's more or less like I've known so many people for so long. And trying to explain, or for him, it was, well, you know, no dudes really going to be friends with no females. And unless they're trying to, unless they're trying to sleep with you or, you know, you done had a past or whatever. That was his whole mindset. Really? And yeah. And I, so when, he looked at social media as strictly a hookup type. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was just like. I can't do this with you. You know, I was like, wow. just okay. That that's like prime example. If I was about to call him jackass, cause that's what I call him. I can't help it. So if, if, if he was to see him, um, like, Oh, well, who's that dude? Did y'all fuck? Did y'all do yeah. this? Did y'all do that? You know, he would have started that whole thing. And I'm like, right. that's, that's, yeah. that's not even necessary. You know, like I can go to school with people and, you know, and just be cool with them because of who they are, not, you know, anything other than, you know, but it's just, you know, I think, oh, and that's the other thing. I think when you're in a relationship and they tell you, 
Go ahead, open up, tell me everything. Tell me this, tell me that. That's a whole setup. And it's a big setup. So yeah. what I ended up finding out is me telling him a lot of stuff about me before we met. He put that in his little mental Rolodex. And then he would start bringing out little stuff here and there like, oh, yeah, but, you know, you did say when when you would do this and this would happen. Or if you go here, then that would happen. And, you know, you would do this and you would say that. And, and you know, you're, you're, yeah. you know, so all of that, I ended up incriminating myself, not even knowing that I was incriminating myself. And yeah. um, and that's that's kind of like with me in this transition and I know that basically once I get to a point where I may or may not decide to open up to somebody, um, it's, I'm not going to say it's going to be hard, but it's going to yeah. be one of those things where I'm just like, why am I going to go through this again? And why yeah. do why do I want to set myself up to get hurt? You know, because what if where I'm at is not where somebody else is at? And that's like that video I posted earlier. As far as when you love somebody, you're opening yourself up to get hurt. Yeah, he said it. I mean, that yeah. was that was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was well said. Very well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that is so true. I mean, and that thing, that doesn't even go for just like relationships, you know, intimate relationships. That's family too. That's mm-hmm. kids. That can be anybody you have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Because when you let somebody in, even if even if it's your kids, your kids don't know everything about you, right? But when a situation arises and you need to tell them something, and it could be based on giving them advice. Mm-hmm. You know, could be your oldest daughter. She's a she's a woman, so I mean, it's just like it could be you telling her, opening up to tell her something about you that she could use later on in life, or whatever the case may be. She could turn around and somehow use that against you, or tell somebody else who mm-hmm. may not know that. Right. But it it still gives her an advantage to take advantage of you. You know, so. Mm-hmm. It is. It's tough. Anytime yeah. you love anybody, you you open yourself up to being hurt. Yeah, and you that's, give that person an opportunity to hurt you. Yeah, and so because because of that um, possibility, you know, like dude was saying, um, when you open yourself up to somebody and you you're loving that person, and that person is trying to push you away because of their uh, own past trauma you know, or their yeah, emotional you. stuff. So it's kind of like, I want, I want to, I want to express how I feel. I want to express the love that I have for people, but I also have to keep in mind. And that was a reminder for me when I, when I posted it, that yeah. I'm willing to love you. I'm willing to give you and show you love. But if that person is rejecting it, it's because of their own shit. It's where they are. And yeah. They're afraid because of what happened to them. And it's not necessarily that person trying to be like, well, I don't want to use that word or I don't want to say it or I don't want to show it 
because I see how you feel or whatever. I'm I'm guarding myself because of what happened to me. And that's when it's like it's not fair. You know, it's it's just it's not fair. You got you have two people you have two people who may have the best intentions all the way around, but because of one person, you know, holding yep. on and being so guarded, yep. they're not willing to open up and allow themselves to be loved and allow themselves to give yep. love. And that, that's, that's a hurt piece. Yep. So it's like you just killed a relationship before it even had the chance to start. Yeah. And then when that other yep. person is ready for it, the person that was there in the beginning, they're like, I tried. I can't do it. Yep. You yep. know? Yep. And it's, it's yep. like, no, because when I was ready to do it, you weren't ready. So now somebody else had the love that I had for you. Now somebody else got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's deep. What was that uh, saying? You'll miss what you have until it's gone? Mm-hmm. It's, it's layers to that, though. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, that is so true. I mean, that's that's the hardest thing, and something that I realized, like in my last relationship, um, I just I couldn't even give love. Like I, it, it was just so far gone. I couldn't even express love in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So. It was, um, that was tough. That was tough. So it's like coming out of that and dating, it's just like, you know, I I feel like I'm choosy about, you know, who I give my time and my energy to. So if I allow somebody in and I'm like, you know, I want to love on you, damn it, let me love on you. But it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, why would you, if it, feels good, why would you push it away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. It's, it's the weirdest thing to me, but it's, why would you push that away? I wouldn't want to push it away. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, I really honestly would not want to push it away at all. Because how everything and yeah. how everybody is today... Did you freeze up? I don't know, did I? Oh, there we go. Okay. What'd you say? He froze up. Okay. Um, no, what I was saying was, considering how we live, like, right now, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't be hard on purpose. I have a hard time with that, too. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know, I don't know how to, you know, shut people off or... Well, you know, if you leave it up to, I was about to say it again. If you leave it up to him, <laughs> he'll say, I'm, I'm mean, I'm cruel, I'm hard. Um, people are scared of me. Like, this is literally what he said. You know, people are scared of you. You just but walk you know, around here. Yeah, and that's how he sees me, and I'm like, okay, you know, nobody will come around, and they can still, this is the crazy part he told me two days ago, when I picked up uh, my daughter, he said, you know, people still don't want to come over here to the house, because they can still feel your presence. Yes, energy is real. Okay. But here's the thing, your energy isn't negative, though, so I don't believe that. 
Right. So I'm like, okay, if that person don't want to come around because I was there, that's their shit. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I said, but if you want to get... Is it another female, though? You know, I think it is. But I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, of course you don't, but I mean, that's just like when, prime example, when I left the house, Mm -hmm. the marital home, you know, it was, my room was the master bedroom. He was on the other end of the house because the house had like a loft area with uh, another bedroom, living room, bathroom, all that stuff. So he was upstairs on the other side of the house. Mm -hmm. Once I left, he didn't immediately go to the master bedroom. My energy was all in that room. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even I feel like even if he had brought another chick over there just to sleep in the bed, I feel like the, the vibe still could have been off because my energy is in that room. Mm-hmm. It was my room. I spent a whole lot of time there and I burned my oils and my incense and, you know what I mean? All my energy was in there. Even the bed, like to me, just get rid of the bed. Yeah, and I told him, I said, if it's that bad, go ahead and burn some sage. Yeah, burn sage, all of that stuff. You know, do what you... Burn sage, yeah. Yeah, do, you know, and and do the soul tie deliverance prayer. Lord knows, I'm telling you, when I did that, you remember I called you and I told you, I said, I just did my soul ties deliverance. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy part is, oh, is that Cuddy? Cuddy done came in. Hey, what's up, what's what's up? Where's uh where's the missus? Hey, Carlos. Uh where's it where's the missus? Where Miss Cuddy at? Where Miss Cuddy? <laughs> what's up? Fam, where's where's the missus? Oh my god, hi sissy! <laughs> She's right there. Okay, cool. Hey, Mrs. Cuddy. Mrs. Cuddy, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Sweetie, that's my sister. Hey, boo. Hey. Uh, well, yes, it's, it's yeah, no... I mean, it was like certain stuff I just didn't even want to take from the house because I didn't want the energy. Like, yeah. you know, because he was trying to give me the whole bedroom set that was upstairs. I don't want that shit. Keep that. I don't want no parts of it. You got it. Yeah. Uh-uh. I'd rather... Come in my new place and lay on the damn floor. I'm good. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, so oh, basically, basically for um for our fam that's coming in from the other form, right? I'm just gonna come out yeah. and say it. Um. What the hell you about to say? <laughs> well, a lot. No, a lot of them didn't know because I, I did try to keep this on the wraps, like you know. So. Wait. No, what the hell? I don't know. Like, should you text me first? What you about to say? You already know. No, it's my, like, I'm, me and the okay, Mr. Go ahead. Me and the Mr. are separated. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, we've been separated now for six months. Um, there's, there, there's a lot of, um, you know, moments of difficulty um, there's a, there's still a lot of, um, you know, emotions and, you know, personal, um, personalities, I guess you could say clashing. Um, yeah. And, I mean, there's nothing easy about yeah, going nothing through a separation easy. or a divorce. Right. So, 
it's um I, i'm not going to say it was mutual because it really wasn't um but i needed to do that in order for me to be a better woman and a better mother um yeah i'm not going to say that there's like any love lost or anything like that um there's a lot of uh, hard feelings. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> there, there's yeah, still there, there's still a lot. You know, there's a lot that that we're trying to you know work through with everything right, right, right through here. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I can't. Now, really... Let me tell you something. What's that? I mean to interrupt, but it's something when I tell you it takes time, mm -hmm. and I know you're in a different state, so the laws are are really different where you are. Yeah. Mine took, my divorce took like 18 months. COVID had a lot to do with that because I filed like October of 2019 and then uh, COVID kicked in that January, what, January, March? COVID, so COVID, kicked, COVID, kicked, kicked, in, COVID kicked in. COVID kicked in at the end of, I'm going to tell you how I know this. Hey, Ms. Vaughn. <laughs> COVID <laughs> kicked Vaughn. in. COVID kicked in full speed ahead mid to late February last year. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, right yeah. before it was like right after my birthday, I had you have no idea. Twenty twenty was supposed to be my year. Okay, I was supposed yeah. to go to New Orleans with my cousin and three other girlfriends, and we were going to wild all the way out. When I say wild out, I yeah. mean wild out. Yeah. Okay, like yeah. I had plans on making sure I get my darn uh, Mardi Gras beads. So they were basically telling me. Don't flash nobody. I said, nope, I'm flashing everybody. Oh, I want my beads. So that was a lot. <laughs> I was going I was forget girls trip. I was going all out. Like that was my thing. I was gonna go all out. And then here comes COVID. And I said, you know what, Lord? You didn't want me to act a fool. You just shut everything down so I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> oh but it was but it was all it was all good though. No, but um yeah. you know when also yeah. Yeah, so that was um that happened and then not too long after that, um everybody was shut in or whatever. And yeah. that's when I started getting on catback and that's when I brought him on. But um, you know, we were we were together all the time, but we had stuff that was happening. Yeah, Diamond Blaze gone wild. That's right. That would have been me all day. Y'all remember when they used to make those girls gone wild videos? Oh uh, yeah, and then they would try to sell them at Wasn't night. They, on VHS? they were on VHS and they would try to sell them at night. When kids were supposed to be asleep, mm -hmm. kids wasn't asleep. Man, no, but through through everything, though, um, what I can say is um, there were some things that were going on between us long before COVID, and we had, you know, we tried to work through a lot of things, you know, um, during the whole process, but later on. In, in you know like in a year you know last year it was just like we can't keep doing this for the sake of appearances anymore you know right yeah um yeah. and then it was the financial side of everything you know like the house the vehicles and then of course you got the kids you know kids more importantly right. and um 
you know, it was just like when this year came in, when 2021 came in this past January, I tried to have a conversation with him. You know, I'm kind of like, this is where I'm at. This is where you're at. This is where we are. We need to have a conversation. Every time I wanted to have the conversation, he did not want to have the conversation. Um, and I, and I understand that there's always going to be one party that's not going to be willingly able to just let go and call it quits. But when it starts to get to a point where there's name calling, disrespect, um, lack of communication, um, you know, lack of everything, then there's basically no, no point in, in holding on to it. Um, and like I said, it's harder for the kids and, but you know, they're, we're, we're all working through this together as a unit. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it is what it is. So right about now, this is why I'm really into my grind a lot more, you know, um, yeah, getting yeah. my, you know, it doing does give you that space, too. right? Doing the books, um, focusing yeah. on on my career, um, doing this podcast, you know, and then there, and I know there's other stuff going on, but this is like things that I've been wanting to do for so long and not really yeah. able to to do it. So, and I don't know yeah. how in the hell yeah. I went on this rapid trail. Why do you keep letting me do this, Quan? You ain't supposed to let me do this. I <laughs> shut my mouth. You won't talk. I'm just, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sit here and shut the hell up. All the way up. I ain't saying nothing else. <laughs> so, I mean, my thing is, you know, like I was saying, going through a divorce, it's, it's separation, divorce. None of that stuff is easy. Um, yeah. It gets better. See, I feel like you got an advantage to a lot of stuff because y'all were told, like, y'all actually separated physically. I went through that whole thing. We were under the same roof the whole time. Oh my God. The whole freaking time we were under the And it was a pandemic. Like, I feel like I need that on a shirt. I didn't just make it through a pandemic. I made it through a divorce while going through a pandemic. I don't know which one was worse. I don't. Yeah. I know, Sly. I know. I know you told me to be quiet. I couldn't help it. I had to share my pain. What's well, not pain? I had to share. I had to share. I had to share a transition. Like, yeah. This this is this is a whole new thing. Um, yeah. You know this this. For both of us. Yeah, this, this, but this is my this is my truth, and I gotta be honest. I can't. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I can't sit around and and just you know act like everything is cool or um, you know, like I said, putting on for appearances or anything like that. Because my family is very, very observant. And I haven't told a lot of them, like very few, maybe, you know, they, they've known, but I haven't really. So, I mean, what do you think, what are they going to say? Or is it, are you just keeping it? I mean, it's your business. So, you so I mean, it, so it's, it's, it's kind of like this with them. Oh, they, they pretty much know, like most of them know now because all you got to do is just tell two or three people. You get two people that you know are yappers, stuff will fly faster, so fast. Like it'll, to make a front page right. Page. So for me, all I knew, I said, I'm not going to keep repeating the same story. 
Yeah. All I had to do was tell yeah, two you people. You know what I realized too? Talking about it, mm-hmm. it, 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 there's an energy that comes with it. Yeah. So I can understand how you could step back from telling that story mm-hmm. because there's an energy like I remember talking about my ex so much just to get it off my chest that it was it, going through it drained me. Mm-hmm. Talking about it drained me even more. Right, because it's, it's kind of like spilling that emotion, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's, it, and it especially depends on who you tell. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. you know, because you got some people that will insist that you work it out. You have been in the darkest place, the deepest hole in your life, and somebody will tell you to work that shit out. I feel like that is the worst advice anybody could give somebody that they love or care about. Do you if know? I'm in a fucked up situation. Why the hell would you tell me to work it out? Like I'm telling you, this shit is taking my whole life out of me. You know, it's just like I'm a shell of a person. I don't even know who I am anymore. When I look in the mirror, I don't recognize myself. But you want to tell me to hang in there? This motherfucker is doing all this to me, but I should hang in there? Like Mm -hmm. really? Yeah. So I feel like going through my divorce and listening to what. You know, people would have to say, even though their intentions are good, they mean well, they really do. But it's like, for you to give somebody that type of advice, you can mean well, but at the same time, understand that you have never been where they are mentally. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't take that step back because they, they got it in their head of how it could turn out or what things could be. But when the shit is over... And you're a shell of a person. You don't know who you are anymore. You'd have had to go get some Xanax. It's time to go. Or diazepam or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it's crazy because, um, you know, it's like I said, you, you know, you tell one or two people. And I've had a couple of my relatives. I even had my own father tell me. Just, you know, just stay and work it out. And this is this is what my father told me that I had. I had to literally just like step back and look. Now, granted, my father just turned 68 two months ago. Yeah. 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 This character sends me a picture of a seven-year-old little girl and says, this is your little sister. I'm 43. Wait, what? Now, That's I'm... Where you at? Why the hell your shit still work? Okay. Is she finished? Yeah, he's 68 now. And, yeah, he has a seven-year-old daughter. Talking about, do you know who this Wait. is? Yeah. She's seven right now? She's seven. Like I just gotta get first, this together. First, second grade. Yeah. <laughs> so um this character tells me years, you know, a couple years ago when I was talking to him about it. And he was like, Well, you know, you're out of all of my kids or out of all of my daughters, I, I want I know that you can handle this. I know that you can handle being married. Just give them time, just work it out. And I'm looking at this dude. Like that, none of us got the same mama. Now you're telling me you got another kid. This kid is now your 10th child by a whole other woman. So the only two kids that got the same mother are twin boys. And some of us, wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. Here's the funny part. Two of my siblings were born the same year. Me and my twin brothers were born the same year. And you got all these other kids. You you've been married. You're, now this is this is why I'm kind of like trying to understand my dad and want me to stay married and all this other stuff. 
he got married. Wait, when he was, married? Oh, he got know. married when he was fresh out the service back back in the day. He got married, had his first child, my oldest sister, um, in like 72, 73. Um, something happened between them. He about to never get married again. So he took all his hurt and resentment from that relationship, said damn all of that i'm just going to get with and i'm gonna have i'm gonna have you know all my relations i'm gonna, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but he refused to settle down he refused so for him to tell me after him not setting the blueprint and the foundation of being a man or what a what, what you know as far as how his daughters should be able to look at him as that example right of what they need or what they deserve in their in their other half. He was not that. He was the complete opposite. So for me, I had the hardest time, even though I grew up with uncles, brothers, cousins, whatever. I grew up around a lot of guys. Like me and Sly was talking about last week or the week before. I think it was last week. Like when we were talking about tomboy, yeah. That was me all day to a certain degree. So for me not having that foundation on what it was that I should have been looking for in a husband or I should have waited, you know, to have a husband choose me, however y'all want to put that. I didn't have it. So relationship after relationship up until I got married has always been me settling. I have settled. You know what I mean? It was like I had one good relationship and that was when I was and I hate to say this but that was when I was in high school um 17 18 19 years old that was the only good relationship that I had everything everything after that it was shot to shit I settled I got myself in I got myself in situations and then my dad is in and out of jail so when I'm trying to talk to him I can't talk to him and when I'm trying to get direction, I can't get it because he's like, well, you need to figure out what you need to do. I don't need you to be running around here being like these other tramps, these other hoes or whatever. I'm like, but it's the same females that you're going after. Exactly. exactly. So, so what do you expect for me to do? You know, exactly. and, and then it was I met, you know, my um, my ex. Well, I can still say he's yeah. my husband because we ain't, we ain't divorced yet. But I met him. Practice, just practice, practice. Just practice. All right. Practice. So I met him, and as a lot of people know, he is 17 years my senior. Yeah. 17, not seven, not 10. Uh, oh, yeah. It's 10 plus seven. Yeah. He's eight years younger than my dad, and three years younger than my mama. So. Wait, what your mama had to say about this? My mama was pissed off. <laughs> all the way off. She had no, no respect at all. My daddy started dating these women that was like me and my sister's age. See, my sister, she's what, maybe, I don't know, how old is my sister? I don't know. I Damn, if you want him, how old are you? But he was dating chicks like her age, and then he got one closer to my age. And wow. Because at first I was like, I was laughing, 
And then when she got close to my age, that shit wasn't funny no damn more. Mm-hmm. So I was telling my daddy, I don't give a damn what you do. I ain't calling her mama. Right. So don't get it twisted. I ain't Therefore. calling her Okay. I ain't calling none of these helpers mama. My daddy is what, 82? He's finally dating somebody, I think, in her 60s. I think that's really good for him. Girl, wait a minute. Now, and and it's this this chick that my dad had this kid with. I'm saying that like she just some random. Sorry, I don't mean to do that, baby. She ain't random. She ain't random. I don't know, but the girl that he done had this kid with. I'm 43. I think she's like 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. She's so much. She got words. You stupid. She nasty as hell. I was like. I was like. For real? For real? And then then the last time he was here. Don't you got any friends you trying to hook me up with? What the fuck? No. I remember he, he came to. He came to the place where I was working at. And um, he came to my job and, you know, was looking around or whatever. He saw my one co-worker. And she's younger than me. Uh-uh. No. No. Nigga, no. 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 <laughs> we ain't doing that. Mm-mm. We ain't doing that, Dad. I said, no. Nah. Well, I need to, you know, I, I might need to come down here and post up. No, no. You don't. We ain't coming down here and posting up nowhere. You stay, uh-huh. you stay where you at. Don't come down here. I love you. You, you can come visit, but you ain't posting up down yeah. here because I don't want that trouble. I don't want these young females, these old females. I don't want nobody knocking at my door talking about, where's Charlie? Mm-mm. Oof. Is that Charlie? Yep. Little old Charlie. So, yeah, if y'all talk about Uncle Charlie or Mr. Charlie with the van, that's my daddy. Uh-huh. Don't not with the man. Oh God, no. That's my dad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, my daddy is no joke. Yeah, He's no joke. Yeah. yeah, but I think. So. Yeah, but it, it goes back to me not having that structure, you know, as far as yeah. my dad, and then you know, my mom. They they had a dysfunctional relationship and basically how my dad's mom told me she before she passed may she rest in peace i love her to death she never never held nothing back from any of us she sat down with me one day and was like you know what you know you were a trap gone wrong right wait what she said that to you she said that to me i said thanks grandma i love you too do you know what I'm just telling you? You know, your dad didn't want no more kids, but your mama was just determined to have you because she just knew she was going to keep that relationship. Boy, I said, don't oh. feel bad. I, said, I was okay. told that was a mistake, too. Yeah, <laughs> but, but get this, though. I asked my dad, and this, this is a funny story, because, you know, everybody got their own story, their own version of everything, right? So my dad was uh, just, you know, we was just chopping it up, shooting the shit, whatever. And I said, well, Dad, she told me how y'all met. Why don't you tell me how y'all met? He said, oh, and he starts laughing, you know, <laughs> you know, doing all this, right? He said, well, I got with your mom because my boy lost a bet. 
I said, what kind of bet? He said, well, he said, well, I knew that there was no ice in the freezer. And I bet my boy that, you know, if there was ice in the freezer, he could take your mama home. He said, but I knew there was no ice, so I knew I was going to win the bet. I said, so you got my mama pregnant over a bet of ice that was not in a freezer? Are you kidding me? He said, nah, that's why you're here now, because my friend lost a bet. I was like, what kind of shit is this? And do you know what he calls me to this day? Do you know what his nickname is for me? What? Ice. Hell no. I'm dead ass serious. Hell if no. anybody was to say, Hey, how you know, how's your daughter's doing? And he has names for everybody. Like he'll he'll call all the kids' names. But for me, even though he he knows Shayla, it's like, oh yeah, Ice is good. That's my name. Yep, Cuddy, I'm dead too. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. My dad's a damn trip. Yeah. Wow. But you know what, though? Yeah, I mean, Tony, Ice. I just wish, I really wish more guys realized the impact and the influence that they have when they have daughters. Not to say that boys don't count. It, they do. It does. But when they have girls mm-hmm. and the way that they treat women, even the, the, the child's mother, the daughter's mom, the way that she is treated, they are watching. They see all this stuff. Yeah. And one thing that, that I feel like I've had to make clear, and you just summed it up really well, the role is different, but it's the same person. Mm-hmm. So don't think that just because I was somebody that this man was screwing that he's going to be a different father. On some level, it's, it's different. The, the relationship is different, but it's the same person. Right. So you're dealing with somebody that's got the same mindset, and if you don't have respect for women, then there's only so much respect that you're going to have for your daughters. So I feel like that's how a lot of guys are able to tell their daughters to hang in there when it's a bad relationship, because they tell them to do what they wanted the baby mama or some other chick to do. Mm-hmm. Stay put and deal with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. why would you give your daughter that advice? Like, I just yeah. And I was constantly telling him like, Dad, I'm not happy. You know, they are the first love. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. definitely are. And and see, and- I mean, and that's something that I tried to explain, like to my ex. I remember even giving him a door, uh, a book on like fathers and daughters or something, because I wanted this man to be the best father ever. Mm-hmm. Like when, because my youngest one is with him, so I wanted him to be the best father ever. And I remember giving him a book, and I remember when I gave him the book, I told him why I was giving it to him, and you know I'm crying and everything. Somewhere along the way, when we fell out, he threw the book away. Mm-hmm. Why the hell would you throw a book like that away? So, long story short, you are that person. The role is different. You may be a significant other to somebody, a father to somebody, a brother, a cousin. You're still the same person. Mm-hmm. The role is different, but the person is the same. Right. So, you know, I feel like that one of the mistakes people make is is thinking that somebody ain't going to treat you a certain type of way because of who they are to you. That's bullshit. Yeah. That is straight bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I really feel like a lot of the stuff the guys that I've chosen 
in the past had everything to do with the lack of, you know, of a father figure that I had growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, yeah, I grew up with a stepdad in the house and I saw how my mom treated him. My mom, I feel, was a great example. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, and I saw what he did. I, I saw his part, too, but there were still some missing pieces. You know, so I can't say that he was a terrible, I can't say either one, my, my dad or my stepdad, I can't say either one of them were terrible people. I see how they could have been better. Mm-hmm. I see how they could have, you know, had those conversations, you know, even if it's like opening the door and bringing me flowers, complimenting me, whether it be, you know, doing well in school or just being a good person, just Mm -hmm. something like something. I don't remember getting any of that stuff. So it's like me growing up dealing with guys, it was like finding my way through the dark. You know, I'm feeling my way through all of this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, it it was even said to me, well, if he ain't hitting you, don't leave. You know, and a lot of people feel like if abuse isn't physical, then it's not abuse. There are different forms of abuse. There's There's emotional, emotional, mental, financial abuse. And do you know how many times I've been laughed out of a room when I talk about financial abuse? Like, oh my God. People will laugh at you when you start talking about financial abuse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... That's real, though. Through, it is very real. Because that person real. is controlling the money that's supposed to be for you as a whole. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, well, you need to go to the doctor for what? Yeah. You and need you to gotta buy groceries. Eat. I remember yeah. having to cash and change in order to buy groceries. Now, nobody would ever guess that my life was what it was because of what it looked like on the outside, but I had to cash in change to buy groceries. To buy groceries, not go buy an outfit or some extra stuff, get my hair and my nails done, to buy groceries for the house. There are kids in the house. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even just for me, it was for him too. Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving. uh, Was it Thanksgiving last year? The year before last. I didn't know how it was going to come together. And I'm asking for money to cook for everybody, including him. And it shouldn't even be like that. No. It was by the grace of God and the the people that God put in my life that we had a nice Thanksgiving dinner, uh, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was really one of those situations where I'm, you know, I I had to figure out how I was going to get money to take the kids back and forth to school basic stuff basic stuff so I mean it's just like when you mention financial abuse to somebody their response is just go get a damn job what do you mean financial abuse it's his money but you know the crazy part about that is that here's the other connection with financial abuse and I just saw somebody put down that was control right Um, it is control And it's even worse when your other party, right, they get more money than you from whatever source, okay? You're working to basically add to the household, right? Just to make sure everybody's comfortable and that nobody is strained. 
But when right. this other person is kind of like, I'm just going to go ahead and be loose with my money, let it pour out like water, and then I'm going to take from you because I know you got it and I want it. Uh-oh, we froze. Hold on. Okay. Can you see me? Hear me? All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. I had to tell Jayla to give me a minute. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the last thing I said was um, basically this other party, they know that you have your money, right? Now, even though it's supposed yeah. to be bring, you know, bring your money, his money, or your money, her money, bring it together, put it together as a pot, right? To, to take care of the family as a whole. So we already know that's that's the whole purpose of having two income household to make sure you're comfortable, right? And nobody's struggling. Yeah. But right. when you have one party, like I was saying before, they got their money. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to splurge. They're going to do this. They're going to be irresponsible because they know that the other party has money. Oh, I'll just take yours. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I need yours just to make sure I'm comfortable. I don't, I don't care if you have other things that you want to do or you need to do. Because if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to make your life a living hell. I don't care about, you know, if the kids need this. I don't care if you have to pay for a certain um, membership. I don't care if you have to pay your health insurance. I don't care if you have to pay that. I don't care if you need to buy yourself a new pack of drawers. It's just the fact that you got you got that money I wanted. Okay, I'm fucking my shit up over here, so I'm expecting you to keep cleaning up my shit. So, yeah, it, the financial part, oh, that that's real. That's very, very real. And a lot of, and like you said, a lot of people will laugh at that because they don't think that shit's real. And it's extremely real. Yeah. I live that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, this is not a, um, between you and I, just for people to understand, we're not bashing, you know, the other party. They're, this this is not a bashing thing. It's like realizing that a lot of us, uh, go, you know, go through so much and there's only so much that you can take. So between the financial abuse, the emotional abuse, the verbal, you don't have to put your hands on me. But there's other, there's other entities, there's other entities on on abuse, and also being accountable. Physical abuse, right? I feel like when it's emotional abuse, it takes longer to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really takes a long time to heal because that memory, all of that, even if it you know stems from like. uh, physical abuse, that emotional abuse from it, 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 it takes so long to heal. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, t- and it won't take long to get you triggered by something, you know, Oh my God. somebody, yeah, could, so somebody can say something or it don't even have to be somebody, something that somebody said, you can wear something and it makes you think of a certain day that happened two years ago when you went to the walk to when you went to uh, walk around the beach. Or it could be a certain you know, smell, or you could be cooking right, something, right. and it could be a certain smell that'll trigger. Damn, Christmas Eve, this nigga yeah. here decided yeah. he wants yeah. to do all of this and mess yeah. with my emotional state. So it's it's so crazy. What's funny is like I'm I live in an apartment, right? There's no garage attached. I would hear a noise that reminds me of the garage door going up at the house. Wow. And it's like, I have to remind myself I'm not there anymore. Mm. 
and it's and I've been gone from the house since earlier, I believe May. Wow. And I'm just like, and time I hear the sound, I'm like, shit, he's home. And then I have to remind myself, I'm not even there. Mm-hmm. I mean, me being able to leave my person in a different room, that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Yeah. Like, just sleeping at night is huge. Being able to sleep through the night is huge. Is huge. Right. Or in my case, <laughs> this makes me laugh. In my case, me not sleeping on the edge of the bed because I'm trying to get away from the other. <laughs> I didn't want you touching me. I didn't want to feel your skin. I didn't want to hear you breathe. I'm literally on one side, on my side, the whole time I'm sleeping in a king size bed where there's enough room for two, maybe three people, but I'm huddled up like I'm in a cocoon holding on because I don't want to sleep with you no more. Yep. So I get it. Yep. I get yep. it. And, and I told you about that is we didn't share a bed for like two or three years prior to, you know, getting a divorce, but I still slept. Like you said, king size bed, I took up this much space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and the funny thing yeah. about that is um <laughs> one of my um there was an aunt that I was talking to about about that whole thing. And she was telling me about her experience with divorce because she's she's been divorced twice. So for me, I'm like, how did you end up here? Like, what what did you do? You know, as far as your transition, everything. And you know, she was very open and candid with a lot of things. But she said, and I don't mean to laugh, but it was funny. She said, you know. Anytime you edging over to the bed and edging over to the bed and edging over to the bed till you fall out that bed, it's time for you to get the hell on. Because she said when she fell out the bed from her ex-husband, she said, no, nah, damn that. I, I got to get my sleep. This nigga got to go. I'm not going to be getting pushed out of my bed all willy-nilly because I ain't trying to lay next to his raggedy ass. But, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of like those, those things. You know, it's... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I'm about to get kind of graphic with people too, so y'all buckle up. Quana knows me. A lot of y'all don't. <laughs> well, I see my cousin Cassie, so she knows I have no filter too. So if anybody else is on here that's not familiar with me, I'm about to tell you. When it gets to a point where y'all remember who 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 saw the color purple? Who? Well, let me let me say. I know everybody oh, on here. Everybody on here saw the color purple, right? Do y'all... Okay, here's the thing. That's how his name is in my phone. His name is popping up as Mr. in my phone. Yeah. Do y'all remember the scene when Seeley just laid there as Mr. was just... And the, the belt buckles was hitting the headboard and she just laid there? Do you know it, when it gets to that point... Cuddy, you haven't seen the color purple? Come on, man. Cuddy. You haven't seen the color purple? Cuddy. Seriously? Come on, bro. Bro, come on, man. You gotta you gotta see the color purple. You gotta see it. There are so the lines, there are so many memorable lines from the color purple. You got you gotta see. 
Oh my God. Yes, I did, Cassie. I did. Uh, you know I did because I told you. There were moments when I would just be like, I'll be glad when this is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched that. It was just that's like, what, that's how I, I refer to over. my ex is Mr. I call him Mr. M I S T E R. Period. <laughs> but that's how I have that's how I have him on my phone. But it was just like once he recognized I was not reciprocating the emotion, like after all of that shit last year, because we were doing stuff last year, but then it was just like after a while I'm like I can't I'm not here. And so once he started to finally pay attention, then it was the ah oh, here we you just laying there. What the hell? Ah, oh, you make me feel like shit now. Now uh, I hate I hate the fact that I even done this. And I was like, if I told you I didn't want to, I'm telling you I don't want to. You should be listening. You should be listening because basically, I ended up telling um, I have a therapist that I see, you know, and I, I see my counselor and everything, and I and I talk to him, and it's a guy. It's a black guy. I keep it. I keep it in in the community. Yeah, Cassandra, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's um talking to him, my my counselor, therapist, whatever y'all want to call him. He's been extremely helpful in this whole thing. And I he he asked me where I was at with a lot of things and how did I come to where I was at? And I said, Have you ever felt like your soul divorced somebody? And she must have a FaceTime call coming in. Look at this. Here we go again. What the hell? It starts getting good and she cuts the shit. I'm so Jayla. We, me, me and Jayla, me and Jayla gonna have me and Jayla gonna have it out. <laughs> but, um, I told her. That it would be over in an hour, but we didn't have to start over. And yeah, so out, so yeah. Anyway, so the so I asked my my therapist. I said, "Hey, Melvin." I said, "Is it is it bad that I felt like I my soul divorced him years ago?" I said, "I knew that the relationship was over when I didn't feel the soul connection with him anymore. Like my soul divorced his." And he was like, well, that's pretty deep. A lot of people won't look at it that way. But, you you know, and that's when he started talking to me. And that's when um, another cousin of mine was talking to me, Tamika. She was talking to me about soul ties. Uh And my other cousin, I had two cousins named Cassie. And so my other cousin, Cassie, was telling me about soul ties, too. And she sent me the prayer for soul ties. So between my counselor and two cousins telling me about soul ties and how I was feeling as far as that being, um, you know, the whole reason of where I was at. I started looking into that a lot more. And it's not, in soul ties, it's not just having an intimate or sexual connection with somebody. You know, you can have um, your soul tied to a parent, a kid. You know, depending on how you invested your life and your soul and your energy to this person. Yeah. Um, did, you know, they have prayers and rituals to break those ties. And there were five people on my list 
that I felt like I needed to, you know, have that break from. And when I did his, um, it was kind of like I felt weird. I felt weird afterwards. And I knew what was going on when I did my deliverance prayer, that soul tie deliverance prayer from him. It was kind of like everything that was put in me from him, you know, because hell, we were together 15 years. So my body is going through all of these emotional changes, physical changes, you know, everything was so deep. Right. That I'm like, wow, my body's purging it. And yeah. I remember, and this this is probably TMI, but I remember there was somebody that I told you about that yeah. I prayed that I prayed, you know, um, and I did a soul tap, you know, to kind of release that one from long, long time ago, long, 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 long time ago. But with that particular person. I felt my whole area on fire. Y'all, this 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 was no way I should have laughed, right? I mean, this I'm shit was crazy because I'm like, what the hell? I didn't have this feeling with these other four people, but this one particular person, that area, and then I'm like, wait a minute, maybe this ain't maybe I need to go to the doctor. Something ain't but something ain't clicking. I was like what the hell? So I, I still go to the doctor anyway. She's like, oh, you're good. I was like, what the hell? And then I'm thinking, I did the deliverance prayer, did the soul tie prayer. I did my whole ritual. And I'm like, yeah. yo, this shit's crazy. That oh, person... Uh, hold on. Uh, Jayla, hold on. Yes. Danielle, can you send Jayla a text, please, and tell her I'll talk to her in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> tell Jayla, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell Jayla, I, tell Jayla I'm so sorry. I know how she oh is about God, her mama. Danielle, if you can please send Jayla or send Kennedy a text to tell Jayla I talked to her in the morning. That was, oh my God. <laughs> tell, is blowing me up. Tell Jayla I am, tell her I'm so, <laughs> so, 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 so sorry. Jayla is going to be fine. Tell her I love her. I love her more. And I will see her. We'll talk in the morning. Yeah, we can talk in the morning. Oh. I know, yeah. she's a sweetie. I, I met Jayla. Jayla's a sweetheart. That's what I said. She Thank she's you. she's Michaela's best friend, but don't know it yet. Listen, Jayla is my sister, my mama, my child, my FBI agent, my assistant. Whatever role a person can take on in your life, that's that Jayla. Is what Jayla is. That girl. Oh my God! Like. You right, cause when you get deliverance, you purge differently from person to person. That's so true. That's very true. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's like when that was happening to me, it was just like, whoa, that's that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. All I know is, and this this was my warped mind was thinking like, you know. <laughs> That's the only thing that that part that that I cared about with that person was that that's anywho. You know, sometimes you just use them for what they good for. Hey, yeah, it just is what it is. Hell, yeah. it is what it is. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. And 
Thank you. Thank you, Danielle, so much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, I always go back to, I'm just glad I got divorced for the right reasons. And it wasn't because I thought the grass was greener. Right. It was to really and truly save my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to deal with. And yes, breaking away from the emotional and the everything, it's a lot. And there's so many layers to leaving a person that you have a soul tie with. It's, it's, it's levels to it for real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something. And that's kind of like, you know, thinking about what, and, you know, we, we did this again. And I know this is my fault. We were supposed to talk about some two different damn things. It's cheating well, we back up. On them, like, should couples be uh, couples? friends on social media mm-hmm. and cheating back? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, we did, but you, you know how it goes. We start here and then it's like, let's go over here. Skip around, it's, but it's, it's going wherever it's supposed to go. Right. That's but I mean, it's just even still, you know, going through a divorce. I understand why people say it's like one of the hardest things, you know, somebody could ever outside of death, you know, to, to right. deal with. I I do get that. I do mm-hmm. think that um, yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that. It, it, it depends on the maturity of the other person, mm-hmm. you know, how well it goes, because it could either be, it could be like ripping off a bandaid, or it could be long and drawn out like a slow death with a, with you pouring salt in the wound, and, you know, it could be whatever, either party makes it, and it's, the crazy part is, one party can make it extremely difficult. And extremely longer than it has to be, mm-hmm. and that's that's the part that I don't understand. So I've heard people say, before you get married or when you first get married, go ahead and make plans to separate. You know what I mean? Like do certain things, like say who would. And it's I see how it could not be realistic, but I also see why somebody could do that, or you know, it makes sense because you're in a good place mentally and emotionally at that time to make sound decisions versus making a decision out of anger and right. being spiteful and being vindictive. So, you know, I get it. How realistic is it? I mean, it can be very realistic depending on the people. But it's just, that was like one of the hardest things ever. Yeah. And it, it took forever, it felt like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ms. Vaughn. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. We, um, yeah. like, all jokes are sad because I think everybody knows, um, especially from the Catback family, that I'm pretty much the, I don't know what y'all want to call me, the funny one or the. Child, it depends on how your hair is. <laughs> My hair, oh yeah, it's 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 the hair, or I I think it is the hair. I get different personalities with the hair. Yeah, but see, y'all was on there way before me, though. So yeah. I don't know what happened. All y'all was on there before me, so I don't know what happened. 
before I got on there. Yeah, um... I forget how. Okay, I know Sly told me. Um, yeah, uh, hold on, Shayla. Yeah, Miss Bond, that was one of the. That is, that's one of my goals. Like, I went through a difficult divorce. And one of the things that I want to do is to be able to help women that's going through the same thing, even before they actually file for divorce, because I realized that the court system does not have your back at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And the court system and an attorney could care less because the attorneys, they can pay each other. They can pay a judge. They can, um, you can end up with a horrible attorney like I did. Um, and, and a judge could care less because they're numb to the system. Everybody who's in that profession and they've been in that profession for quite some time, I feel like they've become numb to a degree. So what your life-changing situation is for you, it isn't for them. Mm -hmm. They don't see it as, you know, it it being important. Because I remember texting and calling my attorney, like begging him to please do something to get me out of this situation. Mm -hmm. Before I got uh, arrested and taken to jail, I was begging my attorney to help me get in a better situation before something crazy happened. Like, I mean, and it was one of those things where I took the gun out of the house in the very beginning because I didn't want to be tempted and I didn't want him to be tempted. Not Mm -hmm. to say that, you know, he couldn't go out and get another gun, but I knew how bad things were and how bad things could get. So, and even, you know, there are so many things that can happen, but it's like when you go through a divorce, the legal game, is really a game, but it's, it doesn't work in, it'll work in your favor if you have more money and if you have, you know, the better attorney, which still boils down to having, you know, the most money. But it's just because the way that I was told to go about stuff, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have gotten a separation before I filed for divorce. And then making sure had a support system um as far as like well no I I can say that I had a support system but I would say making sure I had an attorney that would put stuff in place and hold that party accountable for the things that they were doing and not just like like well just ignore it you know Mm -hmm. you're telling somebody to ignore a significant other in the house that's clearly setting you up and trying to, you know, do stuff is is not even realistic to do. So I just, I don't want to see anybody go through the same stuff that I went through. Mm-hmm. And if that can be avoided, because oftentimes when you're dealing with like a narcissist or a person with some type of personality disorder, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be a long drawn out situation. And you're not even going to see what's coming at you. You don't even understand how you're being set up. Right. So having gone through that, knowing what I know with a case still pending, mm-hmm. I could definitely help the next person come out in a different way. Right. I, and I realized the best storyteller wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... The best storyteller wins. And it doesn't even have to be you telling the truth. But that's what I realized going through my divorce. The best storyteller wins. Or, and I can't even say wins, wins, so to speak. But they get more they get more of an advantage. Right, right. And yeah, 
you're definitely right about that. So, and that's what, like, um, throughout this whole thing, you know, when, you know, I talk to you, you know, about a lot of stuff and the advice that you had given me as far as documentation, write this down, keep a log, do screenshots, record, record, you know, all of that, you know. Yeah. And I, I had yeah. to do that, you know. I had to make a file, um, you know, put stuff in a file. And it's crazy that it would even come to this because one thing that, I, that I've experienced, well, my experience through this whole thing, right, is no matter how many times I've tried to be the adult because one of one of us is going to be the adult and the other one's going to be the teenager who's caught up in their feelings. There's kids yeah. involved. Yeah. When there are yeah. children involved, that's when shit hits the fan. That's when it's kind of like, okay, get it together and figure out how to co-parent. But you're going to have one parent that's going to be so hurt that they bring the kids into the shit and they don't need to ever yeah. be brought into it. Yep. So yep. when yep. when the kids are brought into it against their will and this person who's hurt is doing everything he or she because it's a, it's a two-way street. Women are notorious for doing it, but men are starting to get just as emotional and feminine like a lot of women. So when yeah. you have a man or a woman that are, that, that are hurt more than the other party, and they get their kids involved, that means they're going to go to the courts. They're going to try to find, try to figure out how you are unstable, unfit. Um, you don't need full custody, this, this, that, and the third. Yep. And it gets ugly. Because when you have said in the past before, time and time again, if things don't work out with us, we have to stick together for the kids. We have to learn how to be friends for the kids. Oh, yeah, sure, no right. problem. Because that was yeah. to them, to the other person, oh, you're just talking. You know, you're just talking. Yep. This ain't going to happen. But then when reality hits, oh, so you're leaving. You think you're going to take the kids? you leaving. Oh, let me tell the kids how you busting up the family. Let me tell the kids how... You don't care about nobody but yourself. Let me tell the kids how you don't give a damn about them because you're leaving. Let me tell the kids that if you really gave a damn about them, you would stay in the midst of all this bullshit because that's what you're supposed to do. This well, ain't you're not leaving the kids, you leaving his ass. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like let me let me ask you, did you have an issue finding your identity after divorce? That was one of the questions I think for you. So, no, because let me tell you, I filed for divorce twice. The first time I filed, when I saw what he was coming at me with, I called it off because I mentally wasn't ready for it. Mm -hmm. And then, and I'm trying to think, I think I had already started taking my anxiety medication. So I just, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. The second time I filed, I went through with it. But in between that time, even before the first time I filed, honestly, like I've always been a person that believed in personal development. Um, and I think that came from being involved in 
um, multi-level marketing companies and stuff like that, I have always believed in personal development. So I'm always working on myself, always, all the time. So I believe everything that I had done up to that point of filing for divorce the first time and everything even up to the point of filing for divorce the second time, I was already working on me. So when I called it off, honestly, it wasn't that I didn't want the divorce. I wasn't mentally ready for it because I knew this man was going to take everything from me. Like he didn't, if, if, if he could debate or negotiate the clothes on my back, that's what he was going to do. So I needed to wait. And so the second time I filed, I did, I went through with it. And at that point, I'm just like, you know, I was, I was mentally more ready than I was the first time. And then I knew, I guess, how to deal with it a little bit better. So, but I was working on myself that whole time, even like more so the second time I had, honestly, I was over him. I was over it. I was over everything. I was living my life like I was already single. So I would probably say it really hit me once I moved out into my own place. Um, but I didn't have an issue finding my identity. If anything, now my thing is um, feeling like I don't have to run a marathon anymore, calming down, like understanding that it's over. I feel like that's more so my thing now. It's like, wait, it's over. It's, it's me feeling like I'm catching my breath. And I could be sitting in the bed and my heart rate is over 100. I ain't ran a marathon. I ain't been nowhere. I ain't did nothing. I'm laying in the bed and all of a sudden I'm having an anxiety attack. Yeah. But it's just like I have to remind myself it's over. I don't have to think and feel the same way that I did before. But finding my identity... I won't say, no, I didn't have any problems finding my identity. Um, it's just because you change. So it's like figuring out the new person that you are and then separating that from what you've been through, you know, kind of easing back into you evolve. You know, I guess it's another word for it. You evolve into this new person. Yeah, but no, I, I can't say that I had a hard time finding my identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess for me, I've been, like, I will say I did lose a part of who I was, like, before. Um, there's this thing where you have, and I've mentioned this in, in, in like, some of my own segments before. Uh -huh. um, when people would tell me that I'm starting to look like myself again, where there's like a certain light that's coming back to me, or there's like a certain shine that's coming back to me. One of my, one of my friends from back home, um, she sent me a, a an in, you know, inbox or whatever. And she said that, one person who finds your shine to be um, overwhelming or a threat will do whatever they can to steal your shine, to keep it to yourself so nobody else will be able to get that love 
and that beauty that comes from from within you naturally. Because they're so selfish and want to keep the goodness in you to yourself, they're dimming your light and they're taking away who you really are. Because they don't want to share you with the world. That's what ended up happening to me and I wasn't even aware of it. And I know that I know that when you get married, two people become one. You become one flesh. You become one everything. And all of that, that's wonderful. I got so much to say. Yeah, I know, right? Because I, I can see it in your eyes. And we only, we only, we only got, we only got, we only got five more minutes. <laughs> okay. So, and I, I get that. I really do. But it's like when it becomes to a point where I'm recognizing I'm not me. I'm recognizing I'm not happy. I'm recognizing that I'm spending all my time isolating away from you, away from my kids, away from everybody and anybody that meant the world to me, all because I got to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. That's when I was just like, I lost too much of myself. Because you're not supposed to become one of the lesser person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You're not supposed to. So when that was pointed out to me, um, some other little realities hit, you know, and that's like when I recognized once I, once I was away from the house, I was able to maneuver a little bit differently. I was able to breathe differently. I was eating yeah. differently. Um, I was starting to enjoy things a little bit more differently than before. So when I recognized after I took a picture with you in May, and what was it like six to seven weeks later, I took a whole different picture and I'm like, why do I look so yeah. different? I was like, yo, I lost yeah. weight. Well, you dropped a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> I did. Sometimes the weight you drop, it, it be, you, you lose it when you lose the wrong person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, you know, what I ended up doing. Um... But yeah, it's it's the identity thing. I get it. Um, I don't think I lost my identity throughout the whole thing. Um, maybe I did. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of hard to say now that I'm thinking about it. I think you evolve. I won't say that you lose your identity. Um, you have dark moments. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I guess I'll speak for myself. I, I know I had dark moments where I questioned things, but even in those dark moments, I still knew who I was. I just mm-hmm. needed for her to step up. Yeah. I needed that person to, because it's almost like you you become a shell of a person and who you are. All right, Cuddy, we're going to be wrapping up. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Cuddy. Hey, Mrs. Cuddy. Get, y'all, yeah. we love you. We'll, we'll see y'all soon. Trust me. We'll be back on, I guess, what, Tuesday? Either Monday or Tuesday. Is it Monday or Tuesday? I think our day is Tuesday, but okay. we'll, we'll see y'all. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's almost like, you know, it's this little person trapped in a room that's screaming help, banging on the walls, trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And nobody can hear her. That's really you in the background. And the person that everybody sees is like a shell. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's how it felt for me. Like, I didn't lose. Yeah, I can't say that I lost my identity. I've always known who I was. I'm just like, she needs to damn show up. Like, where the fuck where did she go? Yeah, like, and I was so and I was so afraid of not really what my family would say because I'm one of those people that I could care less. Um, yeah. Thank you, Cuddy and Mrs. Cuddy, because yeah. we know y'all together. Yeah, thanks, y'all. Um, but for me, it was I was more or less afraid that I was going to disappoint my kids. And we know, we know, we know the slogan. We know the slogan. We know the slogan. When we got down to it, I didn't give a damn because you know what? I'm going to say me first. I had to realize. I'm going to say, damn them kids, damn them, damn her, damn everybody because I got to save myself. Yeah. And that's. I, it really got to that point for me. I, I got to save myself. I don't have time to play these games with everybody else. Right. Trying to figure them out because as long as I play the role, you know they gonna miss a beat anyway. Mm-hmm. My kids, they you know of course it, impa- it impacted them and it you know it affected them and all of that kind of stuff. Damn them! Mm-hmm. I had to say me like listen because I talk to my kids anyway, and your kids can tell when the relationship isn't good and when you're not happy. You're not fooling them. So, I don't understand why people say, I'm going to stay together for the kids. No, the hell you ain't. You stay together because it's easier to be in a, in a household with somebody sharing the, the financial responsibility. You know, it, it's easier on different aspects. It's not just all on you. But you ain't staying together for the kids. Yeah. I mean, some people really feel like they are. But when it gets down to it, it's, it's, you still have that other grown-up in the house that has to share that responsibility. Right. But you ain't staying together for the kids because... I know of people who said that they were staying together for the kids, and now the kids are fucked up. Yeah, and you know something. And you know something. You're right about that. Yeah. And and I know. Yeah. And the reason why I said it was like really for me, it was for for my kids because I know how they are. Um, yeah, yeah. Now on the financial part, at first I was like, I'll figure it out. Me because of yeah. how because of how I grew up. That that's my thing. I'll figure it out. You know, um, but why put that on the kids? I, I, okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to laugh. Like to know in order to understand why I say that, because every child is different. Everybody, you you, you know, your kids better than anybody. I know my kids. I've had this talk with my kids years ago. Like I'll say a year or two ago, you know, especially my older two. Because they knew something was going on where the youngest ones didn't understand and didn't know. And the thing with them is they'll tell you, especially if they've been with both of their parents since they were brought into this world, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. If all they knew is if all they knew was mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and dad, all of a sudden mom is gone. Why did mommy leave me? And then you had that other parent putting that shit in their head that doesn't make it any easier 
So for me, it was listening to mommy don't go. Mommy don't go. Mommy don't go. All right, baby, I'll stay. I will sacrifice myself for you. And that's where my mind was at a while ago. But the older that the older that I had gotten, and it's like I said, for me, it was it was never a financial thing for me. Because like I said, not too long ago, I'll figure shit out. I just didn't want the heartache for my babies. I didn't want them to think that I left them. And I had to remind them, and I tell them this all the time, in, a, in like the next two minutes. I have to, I had to remind my kids, I left your father, I didn't leave you. No matter where I go, you can come with me. My home is always your home. You stand with me permanently or not, you want to stay with your dad on a rotating schedule, that's fine. That's cool. That's something that me and him will work out. But it's reminding them and making them feel and know that mommy got you. Mommy's here. She might not be in the house with your daddy, but in order for me to be a better mommy, mommy got to do what she got to do to be a better woman. And the only way she's going to be a better woman is she starts taking care of herself in the way that she needs to. So, now that's how I'm going to end our segment. What you got to say, Miss Quanaboo? Well, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll talk about something just as juicy next week. <laughs> I know, I know. This no, this I'm, this I'm, this is the thing that I, that popped up in my head. See, I didn't interrupted you again. I want to know. We gotta talk about this. How do you get undigmatized? ponder on that and then come back next week <laughs> yeah. yes. alright that, right, that, that's how that's how I'm in mind so okay you, your time yes. that's what we'll talk about next week that is what we'll talk about KJ honey a girl yeah we'll, we'll talk about it next week I got an answer but we gonna talk about it next week oh my god I just cannot I cannot <laughs>